Blog Talk Radio. Put all Amen. of your trust 
in the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus, the God of Moses. Hallelujah, the God of Joshua. Glory to God, the God of Jeremiah, Elijah, Isaiah. Hallelujah. He is God. Hallelujah. He said, I'm God and I change not. Glory to God. So let the Lord reign, hallelujah, over your circumstances tonight. Those of you out there, hallelujah, uh, you come to, to, to glorify God, hallelujah. Glorify God in your homes, in your cars, wherever you might be tonight, hallelujah. We just bless the name of the Lord. The Bible declares that we have to make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Uh, it says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye not that the Lord, ye is God? It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. Hallelujah. Well, we get that mindset, hallelujah, that it is God that made us, and not we ourselves. Hallelujah. I believe, hallelujah, we will love each other even the more. Hallelujah, Jesus. We respect each other even the more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so uh, a lot of people think that they made themselves. Uh, But God... Hallelujah. He is the one who has created all things. He created the heavens and the earth. He spoke to the situation. He said, look, let there be light. And there was light. Glory to God. He brought it from chaos. Hallelujah. Into peace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He reconstructed everything. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus. He created the moon and the stars. Hallelujah, the moon and the stars, the stars to rule by night, the moon to rule by night, and the sun to rule by day. Hallelujah. Come on, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Because he's good and his mercy endures forever. I'll let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he had redeemed, the hand of the enemy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, we are here to lift him up tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, don't die. I'm not, I'm not here by myself. Glory to God. Thank Amen. you, Lord Jesus. You're on here. Hallelujah. You're listening in. Glory to God. Glorify the name of the Lord right where you are. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Yes, He's worthy of all of our high praises tonight. Oh, Glory to God. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. The day that trusts in the Lord yes, shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. But abide it forever. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. So we thank God tonight. Hallelujah. We honor God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor the blood of Jesus, the holy, potent blood of Jesus. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus that has never lost its power yes. and never will ever lose its power. It still has the power to save, still has the power to set free, and still has the power to deliver. Glory to God. So we thank him tonight. Hallelujah. As I was listening to the news and I was listening to a few things uh, on the young rapper, uh, 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 Nipsey Russell, that uh, died so tragically. I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at what was going on. Hallelujah. And I wanted to share something because, you know, when I think about it, you know, the young man tried to do, hallelujah, good for his community. Hallelujah. Try to change the course of things. Glory to God. And anytime you try to do something good, uh, Paul said evil always presents itself. Amen. Uh, and so, uh, uh, on, that, on that note, hallelujah, 
because he was trying to do good, because he recognized that he wasn't here for himself, that he wasn't here by himself, that he wasn't, uh, he didn't come into the world uh, uh, just to be uh, another individual, but he came for a purpose. And I believe his purpose and mission was completed. Glory to God. Could have done more. And a lot of us say, well, he could have done more or could have been this and could have, but you know, only God knows. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was thinking on, you know, he is 33 years old and uh, so young. Glory to God. And could have done so much more. However, when I look at that number 33, hallelujah, glory to God. It uh, is a representative, glory to God, of the word promise. 33 is a number that is associated with promise. 33rd time Noah's name is found where God gave the rainbow as a token of his promise to never destroy all flesh with the flood. It's found in the book of Genesis chapter 9, verses 13 through 17. Isaac was the promised child. It says, now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Abraham's name is found the 33rd time in the place where Isaac, the child of promise, is born. And in the same place that records that the record speaks God visiting Sarah as he had spoken or promised. Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 2. The 33rd time uh, that the name Jacob is found is where he promised to give God a tenth of all that God gave to him. Genesis chapter 28, verses 20 through 22. Jesus was 33 years of age when he was crucified on the cross and arose from the grave. Through his death, burial, and resurrection, we have promised to live with him for eternity. Mm. 33 is the number for the blood of Christ. 3 is the number of resurrection. Through the blood of Christ, through the blood of Christ, we have the promise of a glorious resurrection. Hallelujah. So I thought on the number 23, and while different ones were giving their take on the numbers, hallelujah, uh, uh, glory to God, I just wanted to mention that, glory to God. And then the young man that has said allegedly, uh, murdered him, uh, he was 29. And 29, of course, uh, uh, when you put it together, 2 plus one, uh, uh, 9 is 11. And so uh, uh, um, that 11 uh, a representative of chaos and judgment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you know, when we, when we read the news, you know, the reason why I'm saying this tonight is that uh, Hallelujah. And, 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 and when we read the news, we ought to be, you know, so focused on, uh, uh, not focused on just the story itself, but we need to read between the lines. Hallelujah. The number 29, a representative of departure, it's associated with departure or going away. The 29th time that the name of Noah is found in the place where he and all that were with him went out of the ark. Genesis chapter 8, verses 18 through 19. The 29th time the name Noah, uh, Abram, I'm sorry, is occurs is where the kings who defeated the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah took Lot and all his goods and departed. In verse 
Genesis chapter 14 and verses 12. The 29th time that the name Abraham, not Abram, occurs is where he tells Abimelech the agreement he had with Sarah, which he left his father's house. Genesis chapter 20, verses 11 through 13. The 29th time where uh, the name of Isaac occurs is where he went unto Abimelech in Gerar. Genesis chapter 26 and 1. Before this, he had dwelt by the well Laharoi. Is, is that well is where uh, 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 Ishmael's mother, uh, who was put out, Hagar, the Egyptian, she was put out and uh, sent into the desert with just bread and water. And uh, the Lord had sent the angel uh, to take her a message to let her know, hallelujah, that he uh, has heard the cry of the lad. And then he says, you know, tell her that I've heard the cry of the lad and I will uh, 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 take care of him. I will bless him. Hallelujah. So he blessed both Abraham's children, uh, the promised child and Ishmael. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And there's a difference there. One is the child of uh, promise, hallelujah, uh, which was by the free woman, and one was uh, uh, Ishmael, the child of the bondwoman. And so uh, it has significance, glory to God. But I just want to highlight that, glory to God, and um, sort of put a, a different spin on that because a lot of uh, people think that numbers in the Bible are not significant, but they are very significant to God. So whenever I see things occurring, glory to God, I normally refer to what time of day, what uh, street, what number, you know, what was all that about. So uh, you can see the tentacles uh, of the devil. You can see uh, uh, where God has a hand in something, and you can see where the devil has a hand in something. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Yep. And so a lot of different people are weighing in on this, and, you know, they're saying different things and so on and so forth. But I, I see it as, you know, this young man would not go back to God and say that he had not done anything. Hallelujah. He, you know, we, uh, I heard Dr. Miles Monroe say, uh, the richest place uh, in the world is the cemetery. He said because many go back with their gifts and their talents, and never do anything for God, or not even for humanity. Uh, sometimes the, uh, the, the, the cure for cancer, the cure for lupus, the, 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 that doctor, that uh, uh, politician, that president, that one that was going to be what God had chosen for them to be, is gone uh, and had not done the work. And so many would stand before God in that day and uh, will give an account. Hallelujah. But I believe this young man can safely say, you know, Lord, I have tried. I tried to do something good for my people. I tried to do something good for my community. I tried, glory to God, to bring an end to gang violence. I tried, glory to God. Mm. And uh, I believe that he will hear, well done. You know, we can't judge folk because they wear their pants hanging down. No, we can't do that. We can't judge folks because they're sagging pants and all that. See, the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And see, we don't know 
who is the real deal. We don't know how God sees him. See, we don't know, hallelujah, how God views an individual. So that's why we are to be very mindful, hallelujah, how we speak against folks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, uh, my question was, uh, when I saw all of this in the news, I said, well, uh, what happened to the church community there? You know, and I often say, you know, God is going to hold many responsible uh, for the things that go on in the neighborhood, especially prophets. Because, you see, when something happens in a community, when something happens in the church, when something happens in a nation, God is looking to his prophets. Is that looking to anybody else? No, he's looking to the prophet because the prophet is first-hand handler of God's word. He's the first or she is the first, hallelujah, that God will go to and say what happened, what took place in that community, and why is the community in this condition? See, that's the standpoint of where I'm coming from. Hallelujah. And so I think we need to really take responsibility like that. Your man, he took responsibility. Hallelujah. And I'm proud of him for taking responsibility for standing up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so we, we pray that uh, his soul rests in peace, and we pray that uh, there will be no copycats. We also pray that God will comfort that family. Hallelujah. Glory to yes. God. And it's not just about, you know, the music and so on and so forth. Even that he was trying to change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe he did just that. I believe that he tried. I believe that his conscience was being awakened. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I spoke uh, about two, three years ago that God was getting ready to deal with rappers. He was getting ready to deal with a lot of different issues in the black community. Glory to God. And uh, this here by itself will draw many to Christ. This here by itself. Hallelujah. It is like a deep wound. Glory to God. It, it was a deep wound. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I listened to one of his interviews, and when he spoke concerning some things that he saw in Africa that he was really amazed about, I said, wow, he had a peace. He learned something there. Hallelujah. He learned that when you go home for lunch, hallelujah, we have a system as well, uh, the British system is where, in Guyana, you go home for lunch. You, you don't stay in school or you don't stay at the workplace. You go home for a cooked meal. You go home and you have an hour and a half where you spend time with your family. And so from 11.30 to 1 o'clock, you go back to, to school or to work. Uh, so many are coming home at 11.15, 11.30. Everyone's trying to get home. Why are you trying to get home? Because you're trying to get home to have your lunch. You're not only trying to get home to have lunch, but you're trying to get home to your family so you can talk about your day, so you can laugh, so you can tell what happened that morning, so you can, you know, uh, 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 maybe you got a licking in school, so you need to go home and, and share that. Or maybe you don't want to share that because you might get another licking on top of that. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, living in a tight-knit community, everybody knew, hallelujah, what you did at lunchtime. Hallelujah, but most of the time you find families gathered around their tables 
and eating lunch. When they're finished, you are advised to get up from the table. You are to go wash your hands, brush your teeth, wash your face, get yourself together, sit in the chair, relax, listen to the news or a little music, uh, and then uh, prepare your mind to go back to school or to go back to work. Whatever it is, it is something that he picked up on, and it's something that he, he was fascinated over. And I thought, oh, my, you know, uh, listen, it, it, it's a good thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, when you travel to different countries and you learn different cultures, um, you learn how to deal with people. And that might have touched him in some special way. Hallelujah. That I believe that... Uh, he were he were so fascinated over that. Glory to God. It's spending time with family. What he's saying there is that giving time to communicate. A lot of people we don't communicate anymore. See, we don't we don't talk anymore. Hallelujah. We don't uh, carry on conversations anymore, uh, and it's something that we need to do. Glory to God. And it's not always about meeting on a tragic moment but it should be about meeting each other every day on a regular basis uh, or the weekends, whatever uh, is best at that time. But here in this country, they don't have the time for that. This is a 24-hour run uh, nation, like many others. Uh, but there are many nations that they shut down at 12 o'clock. Listen, our stores are closed, and still is, closed at 12 o'clock on Wednesdays and on Saturdays. Nobody goes back to work on Saturdays. Some go, don't go back to work on Wednesdays, and some do. But that's the lifestyle. It gives you a chance to rest. Hallelujah. Some don't work on Saturdays. It gives you a chance to rest. And see, in this nation, what people do is 24 hours going, going, going constantly. So you really don't have the time to talk. You don't have the time for God. You see? You have so much time to pack in during the week. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I could not get over that. Uh, you know, that sounds like Dr. Savage. Came here. You did not, uh, you don't, uh, I couldn't get over that you stayed in school all day and you stayed at work all day. Well, what time do you have to talk to your parents? Or what time do you have to sit down and take a little breathing? You know, you know, you rush at everything. It makes you sick because... It can make one sick because all that time and energy is spent at work. It's sort of like a slave camp, you know, rather than if you give time people to uh, take a two-hour break. Two hours lunch uh, or an hour and a half lunch, uh, amen. Uh, it does a whole lot of good. The body, you know, you can rest, you can simmer down, you can think and process things better, uh, if you know what I'm saying. And the same thing goes on in other nations, and uh, you find that a lot of the children from other nations are so brilliant, they're so smart, because they're not only working in the appearance businesses, but they are also uh, have that lifestyle where they go home and interact with parents and siblings. It's healthy. Glory to God. So I looked at it from that standpoint. But tonight I want to talk a little bit about uh, Passover coming up. Glory to God. And uh, I'm going to talk about 
uh, what Passover is all about. Uh, we, as uh, Christians or believers, say uh, we don't uh, celebrate Passover like that. We celebrate Easter, another pagan holiday. Hallelujah. And so we need to talk about that tonight a bit. Glory to God. But we are here. Hallelujah. Thanking and praising God for all of his goodness. You know, I could not get that situation out of my system and still can't. It is something that hit hard all over uh, the nation and all over the world. People are wondering what, what in the world is going on. Hallelujah. And so out of this, God is going to uh, reveal some things. Uh, to this nation Hallelujah Remember it's the year of the unveiling Remember God is exposing Amen Praise the Lord our God We don't have to do anything God God is doing his thing God is a, a, an amazing God He knows how to do things Glory to God He knows how to do and what to do He's sovereign God He's God and he's God all by himself Hallelujah uh, Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15 it tells you that the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign and rule forever. Amen. And the time is coming soon when he will reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I just thank God tonight. I'm going to stop for a moment. I, I don't know. I just, uh, we're going, going, going. And uh, as I... I listened to different ones. I, I thought I just wanted to share that tidbits with you all tonight. Glory to God. We're living in very prophetic times. And everything that you see is happening is very prophetic. Very, very prophetic and very profound. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, God is not only exposing, but God is bringing, you know, truth. You can't do anything with truth. You can kill truth. But you can bury truth, and truth will rise up on the other side. Amen. Glory to God. There's nothing you can do with the truth. Hallelujah. I don't know how the church community is dealing with it, and I don't know how the church community on that side of California is dealing with it, but I want to say thank you tonight. Thank you for your listenership, all of you out there in Radio Land. Thank God for all of you that are listening all the way from Beijing, China. Glory to God, uh, those in Japan, those in France. Thank you, Nice, France, all of you tonight. Bless the name of the Lord for each and every one of you. I bless God for those that are listening all the way from Sweden, Australia, Ireland, those that are joining and listening, hallelujah, from London, uh, Manchester, England, uh, um, Croydon, uh, those that are listening, East End and West End of London, those, uh, Brother Francis, you on the job, you're listening in. Thank you for your listenership. I know that he listens in every night. Glory to God. We bless the name of the Lord for you. Hope that everything is all right. Hope that everything is well. Glory to God. So we thank and praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus, for all of you, uh, those that are listening all the way from um, South Africa, hallelujah, South Africa is listening, uh, Egypt is listening, hallelujah, thank you, Lord Jesus, those that listen all the way from Kenya, 
Kenya is also listening. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank God for those. Hallelujah. All those in Canada, glory to God. In Montreal, those in Alberta, Mississauga, those that are in um, Ottawa, those that are in uh, Saskatchewan, all of those places. I thank God for each and every one of them that are listening in. Hallelujah. Those in Baharnai, in Calgary, in Toronto area, Brampton, Stony Creek, Ajax, and Markham, Scarborough, thank you. Thank you so very much. Glory to God. Red Hill, the United Kingdom. Cardiff and Crent, uh, Croydon and Romford and Birmingham, London, of course, I called before, Hernsey, Brixton, and Edmonton. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank God for those in Brazil. We thank God for all of you that are listening from Brazil. Glory to God. Sao Paulo, thank you. Glory to God. Those in all the other, Japeri, Campo Grande, all of those, Campinas, Manos, all of you in Brazil, thank you for your listenership. Venezuela, I certainly hope you're tuning in as well. I certainly hope that you're listening to uh, GIA PhD Ministry. Uh, and uh, Ghana Gospel Times 24-7. So I hope the music and the radio uh, uh, Bible reading is uh, uh, helping you and keeping you uplifted. Glory to God. We thank God for you in Alto de los Gatos, Upata, and Puerto Ardas, and San Felix in Venezuela. Barbados, Mexico, thank you, Bridgetown. Thank you, uh, San Michael. Thank you, all of you. Mexico, Cancun, thank you, Jamaica, uh, Montego Bay, uh, starting Hope Kingston is listening in, and uh, those in South Africa, Durban, Johannesburg, and Cape Town. Thank you so very much for your listenership. Those of you in the United States, hallelujah, all the way from Texas, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Virginia Beach, Connecticut, those of you in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, thank you. Those that are listening all the way from uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, thank you. Long Island, thank you. One uh, in Florida, South Ozen Park, uh, Brooklyn, Rockville, Washington, New York, New York, uh, upstate. Atlanta, Mineola, and Jamaica, Queens. Thank you. Thank you for your listenership. Glory to God. We thank God for each and every one of you tonight. Glory to God. We say bless you tonight. Uh, the blessings of the Lord is make it one rich and added no sorrow with it. And those that are listening to the music station certainly hope that you are being blessed. Hallelujah. And continue to listen. Continue to listen to the Bible reading, especially on Saturday uh, evenings, and Sunday right into Monday mornings. I thank God for all of those that are listening from their desktops, Android phones, iPads, and iPhones. Thank you for your listenership tonight. Glory to God. Uh, Mother Eula, want to go ahead and do the scripture reading, a short scripture reading. Um, uh, uh, Brother Mark, want to go ahead and do a short prayer, and uh, we'll take it from there. Uh-huh. You do a short prayer, and uh, Mother, you do a short scripture reading, and then we open up, okay? Glory to God. Okay. Uh, dear Dear Heavenly Father, we just come thank you, Lord, and praise you, Lord, for waking us up and allowing us to assemble here on Block Talk Radio one more time, God. We just thank and praise you, Lord, for all of those that's listening to us, Lord. We just praise and thank you, Lord, just for being the God who you are, God. We just thank and praise you, Lord, just 
for what you're doing, God, and being a prayers in God, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, to continue to bless Providence Messiah, Lord, and bless everybody that has something to do with Block Talk Radio, God. We just thank and praise you, Lord, just for being such a good God, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to continue to be with our churches, Lord. I just lift up Greater Works Ministries, Bishop and Deborah, um, uh, Bishop uh, Deborah Joe Harmon, and um, bless them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We just thank and praise you, Lord, just for being such a good God, Lord. And I thank you for what you're doing in that church, God, just showing up and showing up, God. And just ask you, Lord, to continue to bless my Island Baptist Church, Centerville, Virginia, uh, Dr. Eugene Johnson, Lord, Reverend Cooper, and all the other staff, God. Continue to we lift them up to you, Lord. Strengthen us that much stronger, Lord, for you, God. Bless uh, uh, New Liberty, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Reverend face him, Lord. And continue to bless our evolution, Pastor Stevens, God. And just bless all of our churches, to everybody that's listening to this, us at the sound of our voice, Lord. Continue to help us to come together in unity, Lord, and strengthen us, God. Continue to help us to preach the word in season and out, God. And preach what the word says. Not just what we say, faith, but preach what the word says, God. I just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. I thank you for your word, Lord, and I thank you for your spirit, Lord, dwelling with us, Lord, and continue to help us to be better people than you have called us to be, God. Just ask you, Lord, to forgive us for anything knowingly or unknowingly we've done today, God, and just ask you, Lord, to bless us and help us to do better, God. Renew a right spirit in us and give us a new heart and mind, God, that we can do your will, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with us as Probably this Messiah, get ready to share what she's going to share with us tonight, God. So I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for just being such a good God, Lord. I just say hallelujah to your name, God. And I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for all of what you're doing, God, in all of our lives, God. And I just thank you and praise you, Lord, and just ask you, Lord, to continue to deal with the many situations we've been crying out to you, God. It's so much. I'm not going to repeat it all, God, but it's so much. I just ask you, Lord, to continue to work with Work and deal with those situations, God. Be with our leaders, Lord. Be with Donald Trump, Lord. Continue to strengthen him and guide him. Give him the give him wisdom from on high, Lord. So we just thank and praise you, Lord. Be with all of our government officials, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And our police officers and our firemen and the, the congressmen and all of that, God. Just ask you, Lord, to be with them and continue to help them to realize they need you, God. So we just thank and praise you, Lord, tonight, God. And I just ask you, Lord, to be with us and get ready to go into your word, God. And I know you're going to do that, God. So we just thank and praise you, Lord. For what you thank you and praise you, Lord, for your word tonight, God. So I just thank and say hallelujah to your name, God. Because you, you're worthy to be praised, God. And I just thank and praise you, Lord. And ask these saints in the strong and mighty name of Jesus Christ. I ask these saints in Jesus' name. And I just say amen in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Mark, for the opening prayer. Go ahead, Mother Eula, and you can do short scripture tonight, and then we'll just move right along into discussing the uh, Passover holiday. Hello? 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 Mother Eula? I thought I heard her. I don't know if she had her phone on mute. Mother Eula? I'll let you put it down. Mother Eula? 
Mother Yula? Mother Yula? I don't know what happened to her phone. Mother Yula? Yeah, I heard of it. Disappeared. Huh? Yes, Mother Yula, is that you? Yes, that's me. Okay, are you ready to do the scripture reading real quick? Read the scripture reading? Yes. The scripture reading will be coming from Psalms. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He restores my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil, for thou art with me. The rod that stirred, they come for me. That prepares a table before me in the presence of my in, uh, in Christ's sake. Amen. 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 All right. Mother Mother Bessie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mother Eula, for the scripture reading tonight. And um, Missy here. All right. Talk a bit about uh, the uh, Passover holidays that are coming up. You know, whenever there is a high holy holiday, you find that there are Many things that are taking place, rituals and, uh, you know, uh, 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 violence and, and bloodshed and so on. I don't, I don't know why, but it, it, it just so happens that every time there is a high holy holiday approaching, uh, the devil gets mad. And uh, see, anything that God has done, the devil tries to mimic but you forget that. He started way back, even in the garden, in the Garden of Eden. See, whatever God does, he tries to pervert. See? Now, you have a high holy Jewish holiday uh, up and coming, just celebrated Purim. And uh, Passover is here. Now, according to some, we are already in the uh, spring equinox, and so we already should have celebrated the Passover, which is uh, the first moon and so on. So when you had that super moon, uh, that blood moon, it was around that time. And then if you notice shortly thereafter, right the next day or so, you had... uh, violence in Syria, and you had uh, missiles into the Gaza Strip and so on and so forth. You find these things happening. But the Bible declares that, you know, uh, uh, the disciples asked Jesus um, what, uh, what would be a sign of your coming 
And uh, he said, uh, but as for the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. So for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until that day that Noah entered into the ark. And it says, and they knew not until the flood came that took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, and one shall be taken and the other left. The women shall be grinding at the mill, and one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord doth come. Hallelujah. We are in a state of watch and pray. Watch and pray. Hallelujah. So as they celebrate the Passover, you want to know what Passover is? Uh, Passover is the celebration of the deliverance of the Jewish people from slavery into Egypt. Remember, they were Hebrew Israelites. They were in uh, Egypt, enslaved, and they were under uh, Pharaoh and so on and so forth, and God had to send a uh, deliverer. So Passover, as you remember, during the Passover, what took place? They had a Passover meal. They also put the blood on the doors so that uh, those that are um, belong to God were covered uh, from the death angel. And we were talking recently, you know, we have to cover ourselves and we have to cover our homes and we have to ask God to cover us the precious blood of Jesus, cover our families and so on and so forth, the blood of Jesus. I uh, remember everything that God does, Satan mimics. So what we're seeing even recently is a lot of uh, rituals, a lot of blood sacrifices and so on and so forth. So Passover is one of the most popular Jewish festivals. Though Christians don't observe the Passover, we should still know what the Passover is all about. Uh, because when we look at it, you know, Jew, Jesus was Jewish, and he celebrated the Passover with the disciples. There are all stories in the Bible that focused on the Passover holiday. So uh, let's go to the book of Exodus, chapter 12. Book of Exodus, chapter 12. Hallelujah. Yeah, right here. And I got it marked off. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 8 tells us, glory to God, hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you tonight for another opportunity to be able to come, hallelujah, to the radio broadcast, to be able to share your word, Father. I thank you now. I ask that you forgive me of all of my sins, anything that I've said or done in your sight, in thought, word, or deed. Father, I ask that you will forgive me now, and I receive your forgiveness. Father, I thank you for your grace and your mercy toward us. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for covering us with your precious blood. Father, I thank you now for creating in me a clean heart and renewing the right spirit within me. Father, I thank you for keeping my mind in perfect peace. I thank you, Lord God. You said they that keep their mind stayed on you, 
will be in perfect peace. Thank you, Father. Thank you for tonight as I decrease. Ask that you will increase in me strongly tonight and give the people what you want them to hear tonight in Jesus' mighty, precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. And so uh, the Lord Aaron in the land of Egypt saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of month. This shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto the congregation of Israel, saying, in the day of this month, could I ask somebody to stop making any kind of noises so that this broadcast can go out clearly? Thank you. Speak ye unto the congregation of Israel, saying, in the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And it says that uh, in verse 8, I want to go to verse 8 because I just want to give you a preamble, a pre, uh, preceding verses of what was taking place and, uh, and what instructions that were given starting at verse 5. It says here, your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep and from the goat, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Remember 14, remember uh, the 14th day, and it will explain to you what and why the 14th day. The number 14 is represented by the name, the, the, the deliverance and salvation. Deliverance and salvation. That's what the number 14 represents. So you see here, where they're preparing for their deliverance. They were preparing for the mass exodus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So 14 being a representative of deliverance or salvation is used 26 times in the Bible. It uh, was the 14th day of the first month of the year when the children of Israel were delivered from Egyptian bondage and from the stroke of judgment which fell upon the firstborn of the Egyptians. Again, Exodus chapter 12. Here we are, verse 6 through 7, and then 12 through 13. And in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verses 4 and 5, and so on. So here we are in the book. I just read 6 to you. We're going to read 7. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts, on the upper door, on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat. In verse 8, and they, and they shall eat the flesh in the night, roast with fire, and the unleavened bread. And you notice that it says here, unleavened bread. There were to be, there were to be no leaven in the bread. There were to be uh, bread without yeast. See? Of what they call matzahs. And now, on the 14th day of the same month, the whole assembly, the congregation of Israel, shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts, on the upper door, on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat. Saying, They shall eat the flesh in the night, roast with fire, and on leavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. 
end in uh, Exodus 12 and 13. I want to go right here to... uh, We go down through to uh, 9, and it says there, Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast it with fire. The head with the legs, with its legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. See, he's telling them not to let anything remain. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning, ye shall burn it with fire. And thus ye shall eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. So see, they were instructed as to how to prepare the lamb, how to eat it, uh, not to drink it, to eat it sodden. It means soft and soggy. But they were to burn it with fire, eat it roasted. Reason for that. It says, and I will, verse 12, say, I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. And I will execute judgment, for I am the Lord. Verse 13 says, And the blood shall be to you for a token and for the houses where ye are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. You know, until today, we still use the power of the blood of Jesus. There's there's power in the blood of Jesus. Uh, They were told to put the the blood on the doorpost so that when he passed by, or when the death angel passed, he does, we see the blood on the door, on the doorpost, and will not be able to touch anyone that was in there. Uh, So, the blood of Jesus is still very powerful today. It has never lost its power. And so we're living in that time again now where judgment is in the land. And we see that, uh, you know, they won't put the blood on the doors like they did before, but we can plead the blood of Jesus. We can ask God to cover us. Now, asking God to cover us doesn't mean that we can sin and get away with it. See, that's the big difference now. Uh, uh, before, although they were God's people, they did a lot of things wrong, and they had the golden calf and all of that. Listen, he still gave them opportunity to come out of bondage because they cried out to him. And then he said in verse uh, 14, that on this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generation. You shall keep it as a feast by an ordinance forever. I want you to just mark that in your Bible. It says, as a feast unto the Lord forever. That is in the book of Exodus chapter 12 and uh, verse 14. Now, how amazing is it? that it would be 12, governmental order, and 14, meaning the number of deliverance 
and salvation. Hallelujah. It's a reason for that. Is it is God amazing or what? Hallelujah. The seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread. Even the first day ye shall put away the leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. Remember that uh, uh, the Bible, the, the scripture that tells us, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Hallelujah. Leaven is a representative of sin. And uh, a little bit of sin. Uh, uh, you see, if one person in the congregation uh, is living in sin, it affects the whole congregation. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, it is not so that one person sin it and it does not affect everyone. It affects everyone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank God for grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But it affects everyone. It's like a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. We have to get sin out of our lives. We have to get the sin out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it says here that in the first day there shall be an holy convocation, in the seven, and in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. So the first day there's a holy convocation, and a holy convocation in the seventh day there shall be and holy convocation to you. What is a holy convocation? A holy convocation is a dress rehearsal. It tells you uh, of what things you need to be doing uh, in the future, because just what you're doing in the past, you will be doing in the future. It's type and shadows of things to come. Remember that in the book of Thessalonians, <laughs> hallelujah, glory to God, even with the Feast of Tabernacles, a type and shadow of things to come. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians uh, chapter 4, glory to God. First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16 says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. So then they which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That trump, that trumpet, that shofar that will be blown, hallelujah, and that shofar that is always blown at Feast of Tabernacles and uh, at Yom Kippur, it's a sign, it is a, uh, uh, um, what will happen in the future. It is preparation, hallelujah. It is the holy convocation where you make preparation and where you do a, what is called a dress rehearsal uh, for the future. And so he says, you know, in, the, in verse 17, he says, You shall observe the feast of the unleavened bread, for in that selfsame day, as I brought you, as I have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt, therefore shall ye observe this day in your generation by an ordinance forever. So in 14, he says that they should uh, keep it as an ordinance forever. And in the 17th verse, he says the same thing. 14, representing the number 
Salvation and deliverance, 17, representing the number of victory. In, in, in uh, verse 18 of the very same chapter, chapter 12, he tells us that in the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at even, at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at even. That's the 21st. So it's the 14th to the 21st. So is keeping the Passover accurate? Not always accurate. Because it depends on when the moon falls in the spring equinox, the first month of the year, which is the month of Nisan, or called the Bib. You see? See, we we, we we celebrating and we celebrating Easter and we doing everything else that we see everybody else is doing without checking on the Word of God. And he said, well, I, I wonder if uh, God is pleased with the way we do things because it's not in his time. It's not his time frame, it's on his calendar. Because as you understand that we have a different calendar to God's calendar. God's calendar and our calendar is not the same. The Hebrew calendar is, uh, the Hebrew calendar and the Gregorian calendar is just not the same. You have a lot of pagan uh, names of gods and pagan months of names of gods and so on and so forth. This is why things are happening, I believe. This is just my take now. This is why things are happening. And when it happens, we're kind of taken by surprise because we're saying, well, you know, this is the December or oh, January. This is the first of the year. But, but you you way, way, way past. Uh, you're in the winter time. So the first of the year is not in the winter time. It's the spring. So we believe we're celebrating all incorrectly there. And in uh, verse 19, it says seven days, it said from the 14th to the 21st, correct? So it said, uh, seven days shall be there no leaven found in your houses. It's like saying that uh, uh, the same scripture that I quoted before that says um, a little leaven leaveneth, leaveneth a whole lump. He's talking about But there was actual Unleavened bread that he was talking about Back then Mm -hmm. Seven days there will be no Leaven found in your houses This is why the the, the, uh, Hasidic Jews and all the other Different kinds of Jews What they do is they purify their homes They clean the homes And and get all of the uh, Dust and all of the Crumbs and all of the Everything out and they clean it spotless for that uh, week of the Passover. So they're following the law. See? So thank God for grace and mercy. Because if we have to follow uh, the law, what do you think will happen? So in, 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 uh, after the seven days, he said, whosoever shall eat of that which is leaven, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he be a stranger or born in the land, you shall eat nothing leaven in all your habitations. 
shall ye eat unleavened bread. He said, then Moses, he called, Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, draw and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in blood, that is in the basin, and strike it on the lentil of two sides of the post. These were instructions given to the children of Israel by Moses the prophet and the deliverer. Amen? So when you're celebrating Easter, think about it. Think about what you're celebrating. When you say, oh, I celebrate Easter, uh, they got the eggs and the, and the Easter eggs and the color the eggs and they run around the bush and hide the eggs and all this kind of stuff. That's paganism. That is a part of uh, what they did, uh, the, the, what you say, um, when they, they were serving idols and serving Baal. Those are the things that they do. But you don't have to do that. And we, don't, we should not be training our children in the churches to do that. Now, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Amen. 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 Glory to God. It is during this time, during this season, it actually already has passed. And even some of the Jews are not on the right uh, time frame. They're not on the right calendar. You see, in the book of Numbers, uh, in Exodus chapter 23 and verse 15, it tells us, Thou shalt keep the feast of the unleavened bread. Thou shalt eat the unleavened bread for seven days. In the same time of the appointed month, Abib. They have a picture that goes by month. The month of Abib, or the month of Nisan. And it says here that for in thou... In it thou camest out of Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty-handed. That is another feast day that you will not appear before the Lord God Almighty empty-handed. You must bring an offering in your hand. Amen? So that's besides what you give on Sunday or whatever days you give. That particular day, the Feast of Tabernacles and the Feast of Pentecost, are three days that we should not, as believers, as we call ourselves uh, uh, believers, or we call ourselves Christians, and uh, say we love Jesus, but don't understand this Jewish Jesus. We're making him out to be whoever we want him to be. But he says, don't appear before him empty-handed. Not on the feast days. And for Christians and the Gentile nation, especially we have to celebrate as well. Why do we think we don't have to? Numbers chapter 9 and verse 13 said, But the man that is clean and is not into a journey, and is not in a journey, and forbeareth to keep the Passover, even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of the Lord in his appointed season. That man shall bear his sin. It's an appointed time. It is what you call Moad moments. Moad moments with God. There are appointed times and appointed feast days. It's why you have holy convocation. The way they do holy convocation here is just totally different to what the Bible says. 
Amen. All right. Amen. Joshua chapter 5, and the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even. It was in the evening in the plains of Jericho. One in the morning, one in the afternoon, it was in the evening. And when you have the Lord's Supper, now remember you had Passover meal with them. And he had communion. He celebrated and had both before he was crucified. He had a meal. Amen. Book of uh, Luke, I believe it is. And so he had a meal with them. He celebrated with them. The uh, Passover meal. Luke 22 and 15 says that he said unto them, With desire have I desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. John 2 and 13 says, And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. John 2 and uh, 23 says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles he did. Amen. Amen. So we have to keep the Passover. A lot of the times we don't keep the Passover because we don't know how to prepare meals for the Passover. See, in the, with the Passover meal, they ate uh, bitter herbs and so on. Yes, they ate bitter herbs. Uh, they used an egg to represent life. They used, uh, they put away the shank of, of the uh, lamb, but they also eat uh, horseradish to... Uh, it's it, hot is so hot, like hot, hot pepper, and it brings tears to their eyes, reminding them of the tears that they shed. Amen. While they were there in Egypt, and they cried out to God. Hallelujah. So there are things that uh, they do there and uh, that they celebrate, that we too should be able to. I know uh, uh, my pastor, my other pastor, Pastor Clark, he always celebrated Passover and always prepared the meal. The men of the church, they always prepared the Passover meal. And so he would have lamb and uh, then he would uh, explain everything. And I think it's something that yeah. should be doing and, and could be doing every year to help us to understand and to help many to understand what uh, the Passover meal and what it's all about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's an amazing thing to see how uh, the Jewish people, the Hasidic Jews, uh, they, they are... 
they go to the synagogue and so on, and they go to the homes and they have Passover. And during uh, Passover, the stories that are told uh, during the Passover, glory to God. They have stories that the, that they sit and share. And so we ought to remember. Why do we not remember? Why do we not tell the story? See, they keep telling the story over and over. But we have a story to tell that we don't tell. We don't share it with our families. We don't share it with our children. We don't share it. I suppose we think we don't have a stake in it, and suppose we think that we don't know anything about the Passover. We were very prevalent there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so just wanted to touch on that and share that tonight and to help you, amen, to understand that uh, you can celebrate the Passover as well. Hallelujah. Most of them drink wine. You know, half the time you see a, a picture of uh, the Passover meal or the Last Supper, and uh, it's taken for granted. Now, I'm not saying that that was Jesus and so on and so forth, but they just did what they thought uh, they wanted to give to us to depict who Jesus was and how they did it and what it perhaps looked like. So I'm just sharing that that you know that we should have uh, uh, our churches, our congregations need to, to, to participate in the Passover. You see, we want to claim the blood of Jesus and we want to, you know, speak the blood of Jesus and we, the, the, the Jesus that we don't know was Jewish. Hallelujah. We don't know what he was told, what he told his people to do. And many things that he gave them to do and, 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 and uh, instructed them to do. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Well, I certainly hope I said something to encourage you all tonight and to help you as we come up again uh, in this season of Passover coming up. On uh, They are going to have Passover on the 19th, beginning on the 19th, that you will have some some idea of how Passover is celebrated. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. You have an idea of how the Passover is celebrated and should encourage our pastors to to uh, understand the, the, the meal uh, uh, and to try to bring it to uh, the congregation so that they can um, teach the younger people as well. You know, we have to start somewhere. Don't say just that, uh, well, we don't live in Israel, so it's a Jewish thing. Well, the same Jesus that you say you love, the same Jesus that you say you serve, uh, the same Jesus that you jump up and shout, and uh, the same Jesus that you say you give uh, your money to, listen, why not do what he tells us to do? He told us that we are to celebrate throughout the generations forever. That's what he said. Do it forever. Hallelujah. So as time goes on, um, we are going to uh, talk about Passover a little more. I think that uh, people need to be encouraged to celebrate the Passover. I think that we need to uh, explain Passover to them. I think pastors should do a much better job 
as to uh, 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 preparing that meal and teaching the people uh, what it's all about and to remember where God brought our ancestors from. Amen? Praise the Lord, our God. God bless you tonight. Certainly hope I said something to encourage you all. Certainly hope that it was edifying to you. And um, most of all, for those of you who do not know Jesus and the pardon of your sins tonight, I ask that you would uh, give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, uh, Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming and he's coming again. Get right, get ready, and uh, be prepared. Glory to God. He's coming back for people. Hallelujah. Uh, Prepared people to take them to a prepared place. Uh, Throughout Scripture you heard that um, Jesus is going to return. Throughout, uh, uh, from Genesis to Revelation, you realize that uh, Jesus is a testimony of prophecy. Hallelujah. And that he will return. He says, no man knows the day nor the hour. Yeah, we know some things because of the prophetic word, the prophecies that were given, and those who understand the prophecies, we understand that is uh, very soon. Hallelujah. We understand that a lot of things have to take place. We understand that the Antichrist must sit in the temple. We and he will sit in the temple and he will proclaim himself to be God and that many would worship him. We understand all of that. So uh, uh, this um, time and season and uh, day that we are living in, yes, we want to be prepared. Hallelujah. But in, in, in uh, preparing, we also need to share the story. We also need to help uh, those uh, younger uh, believers to understand uh, who Jesus is. You know, a lot of people are going to stand before God and say, well, I never knew you were Jewish, and I never knew that I was supposed to celebrate. But uh, people are becoming uh, more and more edified in the Word of God. And so God is anointing afresh teachers and uh, prophets and so on, and and apostles to teach uh, God's people. Glory to God. For so long we have been doing things by the old mold, and and so nothing, uh, you can get nothing uh, by just staying in an old wineskin. You have to get new wineskin. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So tonight, for those of you who do not know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, I ask you tonight if you would give your life to the Lord Jesus the Christ. And uh, he promised that he would never leave you nor forsake you. He also says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen? It takes repentance. Uh, It takes a repentant heart. Hallelujah. Uh, God is saying, you know, if you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. But they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You must call on the name of the Lord, and his name is Jesus. You say Yeshua. You can say Yeshua, because it is Jesus in the Hebrew language. In the uh, uh, language of the people there, they say Yeshua. You're saying the same name, but the most powerful name is Jesus. Jesus is his name. Every day the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus is his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hear what they tell you. 
You know, if you say Yeshua, yes, he understands and he knows his name. Hallelujah. He even stated that he is the I am. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. And those uh, religious folk argued with him. Uh, You don't know Abraham. You're so young and you want to tell me you know Abraham in so many words. You know, uh, just paraphrasing. And uh, Jesus uh, answered them and said, before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So your fathers rejoiced in that day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jesus rightly took on uh, the title I am as well. He's Jesus. He's God. Hallelujah. So if you are without Jesus tonight, the Bible declares in the book of uh, Acts chapter 2 and 38, it says repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sins. He says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, you're not sealed until the day of redemption. You need that seal. Uh, we're in that time, as Princess Bola was saying, Prophet Bola, uh, we're in the time of sealing now. God is sealing his people. Glory to God. You know, the Bible says that, uh, uh, that he will seal his people. He will put a mark on them. Hallelujah. See, that's why you got the mark of the beast, because the devil is trying to do his thing as well. Uh, I tell you, whatever God does, the devil counterfeits. Mm. Amen? So that's the reason why uh, God says he will mark his people as well. He says, for those of a cry inside for the abominations of the land, he says, I'll send a writer with the acorn to set a mark upon those that sigh and cry for the abominations of the land. Glory to God. So uh, in this season, God is sealing. He's seeding, and he's sealing. Uh, Princess Bullard said that. I didn't. And I'm thankful that she went there because you have to understand that if you're a child of God, you're sealed until the day of redemption. Hallelujah. And he won't let you take the mark if you are a child of God. He will not let you take the mark. If you are not a child of God, you will take the mark. Hallelujah. And in order to be, you must be born again. So I'm saying to you tonight that if you give your life to the Lord Jesus, if you ask him for forgiveness, to forgive you of all of your sins, and you repent, you ask him to forgive you in his son's name, Jesus the Christ, he will save you. But you must come through the Son, Jesus the Christ, His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so if you've done that tonight, and you've given your life to the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, glory to God, He will come in. He says, I'll come in, I'll sup with you, and you will sup with me. Amen. Amen. If you give your life to the Lord tonight, just know that there is a party in heaven over one sinner that comes to Christ. Amen. So prodigal sons and daughters, come on back to the Lord. Hallelujah. The time is nigh. Jesus is coming, and he's coming again. Get right, get ready, and be prepared. God bless you tonight. And certainly hope it's now 10.55. Wow. I didn't think. I thought I was uh, far gone and late. 
but it's now 10.55. It is Friday night. When you were out there, you were partying. You were having a ball. Matter of fact, 10.55, you were sleeping, resting still, so you could be uh, leaving for the party at 1 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the morning because by the time you get there, it's just getting into swing. So listen, you got the time, I got the time. Amen. We could talk about Jesus. Hallelujah. Yep. You know, that's the most central figure and the, the most important person, most important person in this in this world today is the Holy Spirit. The yes, most sir. important. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. If you have not yes. His Spirit, you are none of His. That's, That's what right. the Bible declares. If you have not His Spirit, you are none of His. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. I'm not making that up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you have his spirit, you've been sealed unto the day of redemption. You are his. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we thank God tonight that as we were uh, in, um, you know, just sharing, we're sharing tonight. I certainly hope that many got a hold of it and, Certainly hope that it, it uh, did something for you. Glory to God. It is God's word I was sharing. I was reading and explaining. But I certainly hope that it has done something for you. In this month, this first month, hallelujah, in the Hebrew calendar, known as the first month. Hallelujah. We don't wait until December in January to celebrate. No. No, we don't. You go on God's calendar and you will read the benefits from God's calendar and his time frame. His timing is important. A lot of us are so out of tune and out of sync with God and out of timing, and so we sort of miss certain things. Uh, I don't plan to miss nothing. And I know that God is a good God and he's still a good God. He said, no man comes to him but by his son, Jesus the Christ. You see, because if you come any other way, you're a thief and a robber. Hallelujah. He don't mind calling you a thief and a robber. He don't mind. Hallelujah. So if he can call you a thief and a robber, if you come any other way, and the Bible says so, and I repeat it, I don't mind. Glory to God. So um, any uh, has anything that they might want to share tonight? Any uh, anyone who has anything that they might want to say tonight, you're free to go ahead and say that now. You're uh, it's 10:58. We still have time. We, I I know I've been talking for a good good while. Yeah. So now at an hour at about an hour. Okay. Did pretty good. Did pretty good. Yep. I was able to get the. The gist of uh, what needed to be said tonight, and so this is good timing. This is great. But I do have early morning prayer, so I must try to get off. And thank you. Thank you so very much for joining me tonight. Um, Monday night, we will come back, and we will have on Monday night asking all of you to join me. On Monday night, Brother Mark, you are yes. You are going to be on Monday night, or you're going to be away. 
No, I'll be on Monday night. Okay. All right. Well, I certainly do appreciate you and um, appreciate all of you. Mother Bessie, thank you. Mother Bessie, I got your picture, but I did not get a testimony. Uh-huh. Pardon? You got a picture? Yes, I got your picture. Mom yeah, gave it to you? Yes. Yeah. I'm supposed okay. to help her with that. I got to help yeah, her. Yeah, he submitted that. your picture, but I didn't get a. a I'll help her, I'm going to help her with the bio. Thanks. Yeah, we'll get that done. We'll get that done within the next two weeks. Okay, it's just uh, whatever you wanted to share. Um, yeah, I just got to get with her and sit down, and we'll, 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 we'll work on it and get it done. I don't know what what's that about. About the broadcast. I'm going to help your mama, Bessie. You got to tell me what you're helping me with now. Yeah, I'll explain it to you. I'll show you mine so you you have an idea. Is that all right? We'll see. (laughs) That's right. That's right, Mother Bessie. You spoke well. You spoke right. We'll see. All right. Yeah. I want to All say right. a pleasant evening, good night to you guys. Uh, and certainly, God willing, we'll be back on Monday. Talk to you on Monday. God bless you, and certainly have a wonderful, God wonderful you too. weekend. All right. Mexico. All right. Bless you. you too. Uh, Brother Mark, thank you, Mother Bessie. Nighty-night-night, everybody. Night-night. Good night, Mother Eula. All right. Amen. All right. Oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's back.